0: All right, welcome to Wish Police Radio. I'm here with two members of a band that was on the show, um, was it last year or was it the year before? I can't even remember now, but it it was a while back and there's been a lot that's gone on, I think, uh, for the band in that time since. So I think the best way to start this off is if the two of you want to introduce yourselves and and what it is you do in the band and then we can sort of, uh, listeners can put a name to the voice.
3: Okay, I'll go first. Jude pointed at me. Okay, I'm Wyatt. Um, I play drums and I also... uh, do some vocals, screaming and stuff.
1: Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm Jude. I play guitar. That's... I just play guitar. <laughs> just yeah, play guitar. That's about it.
0: And so uh, <laughs> I, I guess like, I mean, one of the uh, one of the cool things that happened since I had you on the show is I think that a lot of people, obviously a lot of people knew about Hopscotch Battle Scars before, but a lot of people that I know that hadn't heard you before heard you on the podcast and then went and checked out your music and, and really, really dug it and got into it. And... I think that it seems like over the pa- over the time since then, you've been sort of everywhere. Like, I keep seeing, you know, shows happening and, and you have all this cool merch and there's new songs coming out and you, you have new music that's kind of on the horizon. So, uh, assuming it was a year ago, because I can't remember when it actually was. It was is- like
1: last... Like July or something. Okay, yeah,
0: that I sounds think. that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Before
3: the EP came out,
0: so it was before EP our first
1: show,
3: in, but... even. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it would have been twenty twenty one. So there's been obviously probably.
0: a ton of stuff that's happened. Then, so yeah. do you want to just give me like a close cool notes of kind of what's happened with the band? Uh, you know, all the high points, I guess, <laughs> in the time since.
1: Yeah, we've uh, played a bunch of shows, a lot of fucking shows. Um, we put out a bunch of music since then. We put out our EP. We put out a couple splits, put out a, a promo at the beginning of the year. Yeah, um, oh, it's been a while. i just like trying to remember for, everything that's happened.
0: <laughs> for sure, yeah. Like, well, it's yeah. like I said, your name seems to be popping up more and more, which is great. It's good to see that you know you seem to be gaining in um, notoriety or whatever you want to call it. You know, within the city and then hopefully beyond too. Um, have have things have you noticed things changing you know for you as a band over the past year or two in terms of just sort of uh, the type of shows you're getting or maybe opening yourselves up to new audiences and maybe reaching people that you wouldn't have otherwise sort of expected to uh, to reach.
3: Ah, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, so we kind of started playing some smaller shows, you know, but then uh, pretty quickly um, we just started getting offered bigger and bigger shows, and now we're at the point where you know most of the time we're just playing. Pretty large shows at large venues with large bands, um, and I think yeah that whatever playing a bunch of smaller shows in different venues with different bands, getting exposed to other people, um, new audiences and stuff. I feel like yeah now we're kind of at a point where we've got a pretty large audience after grinding and uh, you know playing shows for different different groups. Um, yeah, it took a while, but.
0: Yeah, it always kind of does, right? For to, to, get, to get to that point, point. Um, one of the things that I don't think we talked about last time, and I, I was I was meaning to ask you this, is you know obviously your songs, a lot of them anyway, are very very much um, you're very outspoken about your values and your beliefs, and 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 I don't want to call it politics because I don't think it's necessarily that, but it's it's you know your your, your viewpoints on a lot of issues, uh, it's right there in in, in loud screaming <laughs> you know format, um, and and you're obviously not you're not a hardcore band, but you're definitely playing a lot of shows with some bands from the hardcore scene and not to, not not to say the Winnipeg scene is like this, but hardcore in general as a genre tends to have this kind of like macho attitude associated with it. And you're doing something that is obviously subverting that, um, just in, in sort of the subject matter. And and it's just the way that you're visually presenting yourselves as a band too. Has that ever come into conflict or, or do you feel like people are now at this point in 2023, sort of more accepting, uh, of something that's outside of the norm, I guess, of what they expect a hardcore show.
1: Uh, Well, like, I feel like we don't, like, play traditional hardcore, but for I feel sure. we've yeah. been pretty accepted, because I know for me, partic- uh, personally, I do put a lot of work into our local hardcore scene, and that's kind of the people I know here. Like, I uh, book a lot of hardcore shows here now, so a lot of those people have kind of been pretty cool with us, I've found, just because uh, we give back to The hardcore scene a lot uh bringing a lot of new people into it so they're a little more open to accepting our differences in like the traditional attitude maybe or like the traditional sound of hardcore um because we do still embody the kind of values of it i feel
0: yeah it's a why did you have a thought on that
3: yeah i mean um it's, yeah, I definitely, I know where you're coming from saying that hardcore is kind of macho. It's got that kind of vibe. Um, I think it's like a stereotype
0: uh, with that, right? It's got that, that, that tag it definitely on it, whether it's true or not, yeah.
3: Yeah, exactly. But there's that there's that, uh, that sense there that, um, you know, if you come to a hardcore show, it's just a bunch of beefy guys, whatever, beating each other up and being all whatever. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, just being very upfront about our uh, whatever our our th- thoughts and opinions on matters as to not say politics. Um, yeah, I think um, it's, uh, oh, geez, totally lost my train of thought there. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, we're just really being clear about like, oh, you know, we're going to do this. We're not going anywhere. We're just like, this is what we like doing. Um, this is who we are. We want to be a part of this scene, which already like has this kind of connotation of like, you know, this is who it is. We are the macho people. Um, But we're like, no, 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 we want to be a part of this. So we're just going to, and um, we're going to be really um, upfront about it so that there isn't any problems. And there hasn't really been any problems. because like, who's going to want to fuck with us? I don't know. I think we're pretty, we're a pretty uh, hardcore group of kids.
0: Yeah, you seem vaguely, I mean, you seem very friendly and nice, but I mean musically you seem very terrifying. <laughs> so like, I can see people yeah. being a little put off for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um so you, like you said earlier, you put out that um those a few songs at the end of end of last year that that that, that demo you put out and then there was a, a single recently, I think um last month that that went on uh, Yeah, so the, yeah.
3: The three three song demo uh at the end of December I think and then um yeah, we just put out a single in March, March 17th I think, which is the uh The single of our upcoming album, which we haven't officially announced yet, but will be coming out uh, on May 5th. Cool. That's Um, the soon. If all goes well. That is soon. Yeah.
0: I was going to ask like I mean it, it, this is obviously leading up to something right putting out the these songs is it the same songs that appeared on the on the demo like re-recorded for for this album plus other styles, um
1: only two of them one of them we just decided to scrap entirely cuz we didn't like it very much um but yeah two of them will be on the album
0: cool cool and then I yeah. guess like uh, in terms of you know uh, hopefully a lot of people have heard the EP I have the tape it's really good um what how has the band sound progressed sort of you know if you're listening to this new stuff you're working on hearing that stuff now and then and hearing those older songs which at this point i guess are a few years old um sonically how do you how do you feel that you've uh, kind of moved forward as a band like is it, is it is it very similar stylistically or do you think that there's been like some leaps um into other directions over that time
1: there are a couple tracks that are pretty similar to like the older stuff there are some that lean more into like kind of like the straight up, like kind of beat down mosh music style some they're a little like wackier and then there are some that are just straight up like straight up like 2003 style metalcore that you would hear on like hellfest or something like that
0: well that's always kind of. oh sorry go ahead
3: oh i was just gonna say yeah i think um there's been some refining we've definitely like through the songs that we've been doing in the last couple of years like we've kind of tried some more like traditional hardcore stuff we've tried some more beatdown stuff we've tried to go really wacky And I think we found kind of a nice blend. Um, But I think one of the biggest sonic characteristics that you will notice is different in this album versus previous stuff is just uh, whatever. We recorded it with uh, Jordan Voth at uh, Ricochet Recording, and it just sounds really good to have, uh, you know, coming from our first singles where we just did it ourselves. uh, You know, it's nice to have a producer who um, has such a vision. Um, So. Jordan, definitely the the fifth member of the band on that one, really uh, putting this album together.
0: Yeah, well, he seems Um, to have a sound, like, regardless of who he's working with, right? He's he's got a pretty wide range of, I mean, they're all sort of in in the the punk to heavier genres, but he has, like, sort of a distinct thing that he does that, that seems to always work as a producer.
3: Yeah, I'd say so, for sure.
0: One of the things I kind of like about, you know, referring to that 2003 metalcore stuff, and I think last time I talked to you, we we talked about, like, uh, MySpace uh, music, right? I think that there's this cool thing where genres of music that maybe at one point in time were kind of, like shat on by people because they weren't cool anymore now there's this unironic people love that shit like people I mean new metal seems to all. there's so many bands I've talked to over the years over the past three or four years who have cited new metal and completely honestly like they love it and for a long time that was kind of like you can't say you like new metal and I think metalcore in some respects has similar um, a similar vibe to that where it was like for a while it was oh no I don't I don't like that but now people are just like no this is who were inspired by this. Like, what do you think it is? What's what's happened? Like, why 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 is stuff that wasn't cool now just accepted? Is it that people don't care anymore? about.
1: Yeah, I think just cool? people kind of stopped caring. Like, I can, like, go out and say that I love the song "Higher" by Creed and I'll have, like, 10 people go, like, oh, yeah, I love that song. And it's, like, not like the people that you would traditionally think would be, like, unapologetic Creed fans. Sure. Uh, but, like, I just think people just kind of stopped caring Stop giving a shit. It's like, like what you like. I don't really care that
0: much. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's how it should be for sure. I mean, there's stuff yeah. I listen to that people, you know, would never expect and think I'm ridiculous for listening to. But yeah, you should totally like what you like. Do like, you it's, think that's good stuff? You gotta admit. Yeah, so, so, for sure. Yeah. Some, of, some of it is. Yeah. Do, do you think that maybe this is because of the internet kind of? Um, democratizing things where, where, where everyone has there's, there's, things aren't so much. I mean, things are definitely there's, there's scenes and niches and cliques and everything in any genre of music, but because everyone has access to everything all at once now then maybe it doesn't matter what you listen to because everything is just kind of right there in front of you and you don't have to, Oh, I only listen to punk because I go to these shows in this record store. Now it's just all kind of barfed up at you on a computer screen and, and there's no limit to what you can find.
1: Yeah. I think that might be like a good part of it. Cause like, Back in the day, like, I don't, know, I'm, like, kind of talking on my ass right now because I'm only, like, fucking 19 years old. But it was, like, like the the tastemakers were kind of the people who wrote for the publications kind of yeah. would tell people what to like and what to uh, listen to. And then, like, as it went on, the, everyone just kind of started, you know, the, the social media attack took over and, like, anyone could just say anything. And people are like, oh, wait, there are other people that, like, like this kind of Stuff that I like, and I cannot be ashamed to like it anymore. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's good. I'm glad. I'm glad it's like that now. Because I like I'm 40, so I mean, I I lived through all that stuff where you had to be cool about what you're listening to, and people would judge you horribly. <laughs> you know, you couldn't find your people if you liked something weird.
1: I mean, my own bandmates still make fun of me for listening to the Bare Naked Ladies and thinking they're the greatest band ever, or whatever.
0: And <laughs> Does that sneak into keep the... listening? Does that sneak into your music at all? (laughs) Does that influence? Uh,
1: I wish. uh, I don't think anyone else in the band would let me sneak any of that influence into there. But
0: yeah. Wow.
1: One riff. I'll give you one bare naked ladies (laughs) riff in the middle of a song. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold you to that right now.
0: I'm looking forward to hearing that on the new (laughs) record. Um. Both of you mentioned earlier uh, that you went, like, in terms of the sound, you went in wacky directions. What does that mean? I mean, what do you, is that something specific you're referring to? Is there, like, a certain song that that sounds wacky to you, or what?
1: We have a song. It's the first track on the album.
3: It's called Wacky Intro Song. Oh, literally called, okay, yeah. (laughs) So that's the wacky one. It's kind of, I guess the wacky comes from just, um, like, juxtaposing different parts together that feel like they shouldn't work. Okay. You know, it's like, there's a little, uh, you know, it starts kind of weird and then it like, it has like a a different kind of weird thing. And then it's like a jazz thing. And then it's like a really heavy thing. And, you know, just jumping around between those, but like, not for very long in each, it's just kind of like, here it is. And then, oh, all right, okay, here we go. Just like throwing you around into different things. Um, yeah, I guess that's what I think of as wacky. It's like, this shouldn't work together. And it's just one minute of just like, what's happening?
0: Yeah. Well, and, and, and some of that stuff too. I mean, like mentioning having kind of jazz parts and some of the, like a lot of your music, I, I know people, I don't know how to explain this really, but people think that anything is that's kind of uh, related to, to punk rock or hardcore in any way is simplistic and is expected to just be three chords. And and, and you're obviously doing stuff that's way more complex than that and has, you know, obviously more technical um inspiration than than just bashing out a couple chords how important is it to you to have kind of that level of musicianship in the songs rather than just you know because you could just bash something out and scream and get a similar effect but not the same kind of uh, overall impact i think if that makes sense
3: yeah uh very important to me for sure to to go the the stranger route you know um I'm always, like, unnecessarily trying to make things weirder. Like, whatever. For the EP, we wrote one song, and it's, like, got a bunch of sections in seven, and then there's some sections in four, and I'm like, why do we have any sections in four? Forget about the four. Let's add more seven, you know? Take away a beat, just for no reason. Um. Yeah, I, I like things just being overly complicated, and, um, like, not really leaning into traditional, like, songwriter instincts is kind of my thing. I don't know. I just like, but also I don't really know how to write a song anyway. So it's like, I'm just like putting beep, boop, boop, bop, different parts together.
0: Well, that's maybe a benefit though, right? Not not having that, kind of not being stuck in that, that routine of, of writing songs the way they're supposed to be written. And then you can do something weird like that and it just seems, it comes out naturally, right?
3: Mm-hmm. One of my big uh, revelations for this year, I have like, New Year's resolution, I was like, okay, all the music I write this year uh, is going to have no repeating... Form, you little like formal structure to it. You know, I don't want to repeat any sections. I want everything to be like a Rhapsody where it's just like, it goes through, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. Because having a form is a, like give security to the listener. You know, it's like, okay, if, if I can expect that this part is going to repeat again later, um, then it's like, okay, now I can bob my head to that. I know what's going on. I don't want any of that. I don't want you to feel safe at all when listening to my music. I just want this part and then this part and this part. And you're just like, Constantly like that uh Mr. Krabs meme where he's like, ooh, you know? <laughs> Just like, I don't know, I don't know. Just trying to survive. Well, there's like thirty people doing spin kicks behind you.
0: So instead of the typical like the, the stereotypical uh having a good beat and you can dance to it, it has a confusing beat and you don't know how to dance to it.
3: That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I want a confusing beat where everyone's bobbing their head at the wrong spot and I can look out at the audience and be like, ha, ha, you don't know the song. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How, how do you how how, does, how do you write songs? I mean, is is it is it individual members sort of bringing ideas to the group? I mean, especially with something that complex, right? When you have a song, for example, like you just described, where there's no repeating parts, how difficult is that to kind of share that idea with the group and, and get everyone on board with um, with learning it or with contributing to that idea?
1: Our other guitarist Simone actually has just been writing most of our stuff for the past like the album and all that she would okay. just like she just does the thing where she just writes a whole song and then like presents it to us and we're like okay cool and then uh <laughs> our bass player eric has also started doing that too uh i don't think i've written a song for the band since for a while it's been like almost a year
3: <laughs> yeah you wrote most like you wrote the instrumental for the last song of the album i wrote like number seven or something and then like yeah. eric wrote two and simone wrote like six Cause she's just a songwriting machine, Sounds like um, a... but yeah, usually, or at least for the last album, it's been pretty much individual, write a song, bring it to rehearsal. And then like everyone kind of changes their part, like a little bit if they need to or whatever, but like, um, yeah, I think the biggest challenge is I often write songs like instrumental first, and then I try to add lyrics and it's really hard to put lyrics over top of something that's so non-repeating and like all over the place. So then we really struggle. Especially when I've written a really challenging drum part and then I'm like, oh, now I also have to add vocals on top of this. Um, So, yeah, that's where when Simone writes an entire song with the lyrics and everything all in there, it's like, great, you know, (laughs) because no extra work. I always write a song and then I'm like, now I better add lyrics to it. And then that takes another six months just to figure out where to put anything
0: so how do you know it's done with a song like that? I mean, if you spend that much time kind of honing it at what point, do, is it one of those things where it's like hard to decide when the song is finished and ready to go or, or once at a you have certain it...
1: point we realize, Oh shit, we have to record this tomorrow. <laughs> right. Let's stop here. <laughs>
0: yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so with, with, with the, with the new record coming out, What do you have planned as far as, uh, you know, it's getting into warmer weather, shows are happening hopefully more often, people tend to get out of the house more uh, once the snow melts. Are you guys planning a lot of shows? Um, Any touring, anything like that? Uh, Uh,
1: Yeah, we're heading out west in May, so next month actually. I'm going to be announcing that later this week. Uh, We're doing Regina, Calgary... Vancouver, Edmonton, and hopefully Kelowna as well. If I can get that one locked down, I've been having a little bit of trouble with that, but yeah. So, uh, we got that planned. Um, I'm going to be bringing some more bands through Winnipeg. So we'll probably be opening up for some of those at different points.
0: Cool.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So the tour, uh, which goes out West and then comes back, we're going to end in Winnipeg with an album release show. Um, and, uh, yeah, the tour is a joint tour between Hopscotch Battlescars and Means to an End, which is the other three members of Hopscotch Battle Scars, their second project, which is a straight-edge hardcore band.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Very I, fun. I listened to that, uh, that, that, that demo or whatever it is online. It's, it's pretty good. I haven't heard uh, a straight-edge hardcore band in Winnipeg for a long time, so it's really cool.
3: Yeah. Very fresh stuff. I think it's super fun. Uh, I saw them last week, and then I saw them... week before and then I'm going to see them again tomorrow it's really great to watch the rest of my band play without having to play because then I can just run around and attack people
0: (laughs) yay right on haven't uh, heard you before or want to kind of uh, keep up with what you're doing as far as new singles and and the album when it eventually comes out uh, sooner rather than later um, how do they find you online what's the best way to to hear your music and track you down Um,
1: Mm. type in hopscotch battle scars into google and then we'll (laughs) be the first we'll be the first and only result
0: do you have a preference for where people find it? I mean, I know a lot of people prefer Bandcamp because they actually get money out of it, well, a little bit of money out of it, compared to, like, the 0.0000 whatever cents off Spotify and stuff, or...
1: Yeah, I'm good with whatever. You can listen to us on Bandcamp, Spotify, YouTube. You can break into someone's house and steal a CD from them and listen to that. I don't really... As if long you're long as you hear listening... Our music, I don't care where.
3: Exactly. Yeah, as yeah. long as, someone's uh, checking as, long you. as long someone...
1: Uh, someone who's listening to this, you should break into Sam's house and steal his tape. And then, uh, <laughs> I'm keeping that we'll tape. I'm
0: going to lock that. that thing up, yeah. Well, I mean, that was kind of my other question, though. Are, are you putting out physical uh, copies of this new one? Because as, a, as I'm and set in my ways, and I can't I can't figure out... I haven't even tried to figure out Spotify and all that shit. I, I just prefer tapes and CDs and stuff, so I'm glad to hear that that will happen, because I'm sure I'll, I'll be, you know, trying to track down a <laughs> copy of it physically. Yeah, we'll
1: definitely have physicals. Uh, hopefully, they'll be ready for... The time we release it, if they're if they're not quite ready by then, they will be ready, pretty soon afterwards. Also, awesome. we'll have CDs and tapes. Probably not vinyl because there's still like a ridiculous waiting period. For yeah, it'll take you like two years to get made. it yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but uh, CDs and tapes for sure.
0: Is that? I mean, because you're 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 quite a bit younger than me. I mean, is that still a thing? I know that certain genres of music, tapes especially, I've never stopped being sort of the format of choice for a lot of people. Yeah, are well, you finding that is, that's still actively what people are looking for? The thing with the tapes
1: is that people don't really actually listen to them most of the time. They just get them as like have kind of like a novelty thing. Uh, but CDs people like and yeah. listen to. Uh, I like CDs. Yeah, I, I, I,
0: I, do, I, do I too, prefer them sure. to
1: vinyl personally like they're easier to carry and they sound better if you don't have like the perfect setup. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's good they're not they're not people haven't given up on them obviously though, eh? I mean
1: like Not totally. They don't Yeah, I still like CDs.
0: Cool. And then um, you know, obviously, like you said, type in Google Hopscotch Battle Scars. I can never say the name fast, and I talk fast, so it's it's tricky. Um, Hopscotch. I'll just say Hopscotch. Google Google the name of the band, and you find the uh, the songs on the various streaming and, and whatever. Um, as far as new shows, things like that, is there like a social media you'd prefer people check out to 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 follow you? Um, and-
1: for new shows, I'm gonna say fi- our own person, like the band account, and I also wanna go a plug. Uh, Winnipeg hardcore shows on Instagram. That's uh. My promotion company that I run with uh, my friend Jesse Kowalski, and oh, cool. we uh, book a bunch of local hardcore shows
0: here. Is that we're, is that happening a lot more lately? It seems like every day I see. a uh, We had your show.
1: done like about four of them in the past year, and now we just finally made it like more official. But yeah, we're getting like uh, a band or two every month now, which is. Quite the increase from pre-COVID.
0: Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess uh, did I talk to you pre-COVID or was it uh, in the middle of the pandemic? Uh, it
1: was like during COVID when you talked to us. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Th- things but like, f- we've approach.
1: been getting pretty good attendance at shows. We've been getting a good like eighty to hundred people now, nice. which is yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's <laughs>
0: Fantastic. Yeah.